I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome back to Pearl Mania 500, the podcast where a husband and wife duo sit across the table from each other, staring each other longingly in the eyes, and then regurgitating deep lore that they've been studying all week. Deep mm-hmm. lore that can tickle. Deep lore that can horrify. Deep lore that could just be... A good time. Yeah, sure. As long as Fleischman's there. But this week, we're not regurgitating lore back and forth. And we're not what? alone in this room. What are we doing here? Look to your right right now. Holy shit. Yes. How did he get in here? Uh, because I picked him up last night and he slept at the house. Oh, shit. His name is... His name was Dusk. <laughs> is here. <laughs> he is in the building for a very special... Season finale of Fucktober. Of Fucktober. That's right. It's not the season finale of the show. That's coming soon. But <laughs> it is the season finale of Fucktober. Yeah. So with that, we're going to hand this over to his name was Dusk to make sure that we close out in the funnest way possible. His name was Dusk. Take it away. Uh, before we get started, can you do me a favor and yeah. hit that no Nazis button? Oh, the no what? Nazis button? Let's okay. go. And that's a no Nazi guarantee. So I know that normally uh, the two of you spew lore onto each other. Mm-hmm. Um, I appreciate that you're not doing that here now while yeah. I'm here. Yeah. Yeah. Although the intense eye contact you were making during the intro was, I, I kind of was like, should I should leave? I leave? Like, yeah. should I? But um, what we're going to be doing is we're going to be playing a game called Monster of the Week, which is a tabletop RPG, much like Dungeons and Dragons, except instead of based on fantasy books, it's based on TV shows, Monster of the Week TV shows, your Buffy the Vampire Slayer, your Fringe. Supernatural. Fringe. Oh, I love uh, Fringe. Whoa. Yeah, Fringe is yeah. a great show. <laughs> who, who doesn't love Fringe? Yeah. Olivia Dunham was great. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> R.I.P. Wait, the dolphins in that show didn't R. I. P. like Fringe. Fringe. <laughs> the dolphins in the show? They didn't like Fringe. Yeah, that's true. I don't, I don't remember the dolphins from that show. He was like a weird scientist who did experiments on dolphins, and it was based on that real scientist that did all those weird experiments on dolphins. Okay, wait. Yeah. The, the, the guy, the, the, guy the, the lady 
No, but there was a scientist that overwatched. Was okay, yeah, you yeah, know yeah no. Okay. <laughs> let's, uh, let's we're getting sidetracked. We're getting sidetracked. I go right to lore. I, I know. can't help also, it. Stop. Turn your lore brain off. Also, oh. talking about scientists that do experiments, like we get real dangerous on breaking that uh, no Nazi guarantee <laughs> button. Exactly. Yeah, but we're going to be playing. Uh, we. Uh, we made a call earlier in the week so that we could come up with your characters mm -hmm. uh, for the game. And um, I actually think now that we're doing this again, why don't we uh, do a little bit of a previously on. Um, so Monster of the Week basically presupposes that there is a TV show that y'all are playing. Okay. Um, and we're going to just have you each tell us one thing that happened involving your character in a previous episode that we haven't seen, uh, just so that we can kind of get a flavor for your character a little bit. Um, Alex, I've played uh, role-playing games with you before, so I'm going to start with you. Okay. Um, if uh, your character is Steven Stevenson. Um, uh, it's Steve Stevenson. Sorry, Steve Stevenson. Yeah. Uh, if you could give us a what, is a, what is a scene that we see at the beginning of this episode about something that happened in a previous episode? Okay, it would be previously on Steve Stevenson. And you see him sitting at a computer. It's a 90s computer, though. Sure. It's one of those old ones where uh -huh. like a it's like that faded Manila mm -hmm. type of computer. Yeah. And he's sitting there at his desk that's clearly in like not a great part of an office uh -huh. in front of a row of filing cabinets. And he's sitting there. He's looking at it. He goes, oh, no, she's in danger. And that's it. That's the whole thing. Great. Yeah. Love it. Um, and clearly it's just like an Excel file. He's not really looking at anything. <laughs> like yeah, they didn't put you, a bunch of uh, yeah, but no, graphics into the computer. They didn't even show you that side of it. Great. All you can see is that his face is lit from the computer monitor. Love it. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. But yeah, Great. the same way that one hip hop video yes. years yeah, ago yeah, yeah. where uh, it was Excel and she's getting text on her two-way pager, <laughs> yeah. but it's actually just a Microsoft <laughs> Excel. Really like Ashanti, right? Yeah, Ashanti. Yeah. Ashanti. <laughs> Uh, and so if we could get uh, from a previously on a scene that happened uh, in the show with Agent Jane Doe. Uh, Agent Jane Doe. Uh, so dark vignette screen and you just see her hold up a gun to a man's head and just put a bullet between his eyes. He doesn't die. But green goo starts coming out and she says, I fucking knew it. And then she starts mumbling under her breath about fucking paperwork. Uh huh. End of scene. Love it. Yep. Um, and uh, as we see those two scenes, uh, we also see a scene um, where a shadowy figure in a uh, pork pie hat uh, is saying, "What did I get in my, into myself? Uh, what did I get into with these guys?" And then we just see. Uh, the first scene, which is we see a title card that says Lincoln Financial Field, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Okay. We open backstage at Lincoln Financial Field, where we see a smart, well-dressed young man in dress slacks and a tight black t-shirt watching from the wings. As the camera pans past, we can see the stage from the wings, where we can see a woman wearing a bejeweled two-piece emerald skirt and tank top and hear the chorus of the 2014 Four Weeks at Number One Billboard hit single, Shake It Off by Taylor Swift. We see a close-up of the man as he lip-syncs along with the song. The music stops as we hear Taylor whisper the titular line quietly into the mic one final time. Shake it off. The crowd goes wild. We see the man immediately puts a walkie-talkie to his ear as he pulls a hair off of a lovely long burgundy dress on a hanger that he's holding. He says, shake it off is finished and we are go for costume change two. We'll need water bottles stage left and all of the dancers in position. 
Hold on. I think someone's back here. I'm hearing a weird sound. He sets the hanger down and goes off between two curtains to investigate. It better not be another one of those fucking paparazzi. She's had it up to here with... What the, what the hell is... His voice cuts off with a whistling squelch, and we hear a weird hissing grinding sound, and then quiet. The camera pans back as Taylor walks off the stage and looks around. Chet? Stafford? This isn't funny. Are, are you there? The camera cuts to a black and white, low-to-the-ground angle from between the curtains. The camera tilts left and right as if quizzically looking out from the curtains at the 12-time Grammy Award-winning singer of the 2019 hit Cruel Summer, Taylor Swift. Then, to herself, she says, No worries, Chet. I guess I'll just do the whole change by myself, she says, picking up the dress off the ground, not noticing a small black stain at the bottom of her dress. Taylor quickly puts the dress on over her outfit. The camera begins to move forward towards her quickly, and we hear the hissing, grinding sound begin again, but Taylor heads back out onto the stage to a roar of applause. The camera keeps shifting, and the angle follows her back onto the stage before turning back, where on the ground, we see a dark pool of blood on the backstage, right as Taylor says into the mic, this song is called Bad Blood, and the crowd once again explodes in applause, and we cut. There's a place where you can't stay When the world gets too insane It's so weird having you say the theme while you're sitting across from us. Yeah, I just nice. want to be clear yeah. about that. I don't think it's weird. I think it's nice. I loved that intro. Th- thank you. That, that was, was a great cold open. No that, air like, horn? Any show. I was busy doing so many things at you once. You were dancing around a bit. I was dancing around mm-hmm. a bit. Forgot to hit the air horn during it. It happens. That air horn is live every time, y'all. Um, but I love that. I love that cold open. Great. Yeah. Well, we cut back from commercial. Oh, we cut back from commercial. Mm-hmm. We okay. see the same backstage area. Okay. With a title card on the screen that says the next day. Mm. Okay. On the ground, we see the body of Chet Stafford. What's left of him oh. is surrounded in yellow police tape. We see a 30 something black haired male police detective is talking to someone as the two of you walk into the scene. Yep. Seeing you enter detective Kirk Daniels waves you over and tells the beat cops giving you a hard time to let you through. Could you introduce Agent Jane Doe to us and could you describe what she looks like and how she's dressed when she's on a case? Sure. So Agent Jane Doe, uh, I said that she has very much Kira Norris energy for those Deep Space Nine fans uh, in Banana Republic blazers and pantsuits. You know, it's mid-tier. She ends up getting a lot of things on her suit so she doesn't buy the fanciest suits because she just has to end up throwing them away a lot um she's an overachieving oldish child she 
absolutely hates bureaucracy um, and all the red tape that goes along with working for companies. Um, she got this job because she's just really good at showing up and not freaking out. Uh, basically, she started an internship and things kept happening. She kept getting promoted accidentally. She didn't actually care or notice to care. She just kept showing up to do her job. Um, she does have a bit of a savior complex, which led her into this internship in that she wanted to help people and uh, she thought this would be a good way. But every day, the bureaucracy of working for a program, this program, uh, just beats her down and her will to help others just a little bit, just a little bit. Right. The Winchester Agency. The Winchester the... Agency. Now, yeah. I do have one quick question. Sure. Is, um, is Jane played by Nana Visitor? No. She's, uh, you want me to describe what she looks like? Yes. Well, you said she has Kira energy. I said energy, the vibe. She's tough. She's uh, really forthright. Uh, I would say that she has uh, very short blonde hair, slicked back, um, tight. Just again, this is out of her face. It's for work only. She does not care. She goes to the hair salon monthly just to keep the color up, but it's not like, Mm -hmm. it's just like, it's just a way to look so people don't give her too much fucking attention. And um, yeah, she's muscular, thin. Because she works out because she's angry. Great. Um, and could you introduce, uh, just a step behind, we see Steve Stevenson. Uh, could you introduce us to Steve Stevenson, describe what he looks like and how he dresses when he's on a camera? Sure. Uh, so uh, just picture Kevin James. Uh-huh. I think we're mostly there. Okay. <laughs> um, it, but like, yeah, so button down, short sleeve shirt, uh-huh. green plaid. Yeah. But like okay. that cheaper green JCPenney's plaid. Uh-huh. Like He's, a lighter green plaid? Yeah, like a lighter green mm-hmm. with darker green lines mm-hmm. and white. Uh, so it's like that general with a pocket, but nothing in the pocket. Got it. Um, but it's not... It also hasn't been ironed. Okay. It's tumble it's a, dry it's low. It's wrinkly, yeah. It's not wrinkly. It's tumble dry low. Okay. It's not creased. It's not sharp. It's just... He's also wearing khakis uh-huh. uh, and white New Balance sneakers. Mm. Okay. Mm. Got um, those white New Balance. White New Balance sneakers um, with... With black socks. Black socks. Mm. Yes. Under khakis yes. with white new bounces. Yeah. Okay. Yes. And they are gold toe, so they're not really comfortable. Great. Uh, they're those like cheap gold toe that you get like when you're like, oh, no, I don't have socks for the funeral. And then you throw them in the drawer, and then that continues throughout the sure, rest of your life. Sure. That's what he's That's what he's wearing. Okay. Um, And he's uh, briefs, not boxers. Okay, but we, we probably can't tell no you can tell okay uh he he walks in that way are kind of tight no well yeah in the wrong places Uh uh-huh uh but they're also a little too long Uh uh-huh because you know he's still he's still like he doesn't think of himself as an adult so he's never gotten like the proper sizing right he just goes for waist he didn't really look at length right but one of the reason that we can see the black socks is that he has accidentally tucked one of his pant legs into the black socks yes okay Uh, because well actually that's Close. Okay. He stops to bend down and tie his shoe. And when he does that, you know how, like, when you take yeah. a knee, you then see full you can sock? Just see it. Right, right. Yeah. And, like, Jane notices it and, like, rolls her eyes. Yes. Um, the best way to describe it so he was a case analyst um, who got a lateral promotion, mm-hmm. which is not a promotion. It's just a lateral move. Right. But he tells himself it's a promotion. It's for the same amount of money. He got no extra benefits for it. Uh, but that took him from the office out into the field. Right. Um, and he... Um, well, he was working for the Winchester Foundation. 
Yes. And they are the ones who created and uh, fund the Winchester Agency. Yes. Which uh, is the ones that are trying to hunt, uh, well, hunt down. They they try to track down uh, cryptids and anomalous uh creatures and things yeah uh and so the best way the best i think the best way to sum up uh steve stevenson is he's a man in his late 30s who regularly regularly listens uh and calls into sports talk radio shows while sitting in his car great great mm-hmm. um so important question for the both of you mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. were either of you at the taylor swift concert uh, steve couldn't afford it um no okay um so he would have uh, gone though there's like you know, he definitely was in the parking lot. Maybe like no, he wouldn't have okay. been, no because you got to pay for the the parking okay, the parking fair, lot fair, for fair, things fair, like that. Fair. Like and he doesn't live in the city, right? He lives outside the city. Got it. He tells people when he's not in the area right. that he's, he's from like, Philadelphia, uh-huh. but he doesn't. Got it. Yeah, Jane would never admit to liking Taylor Swift. Okay, got mm. it. So as you walk in, um, uh, Detective Daniels. Um, who is the one who uh, told you to come in? He he contacted Jane, mm-hmm. um, and uh, he, you know he's not. He really doesn't love the whole cryptid thing. He's not really one to um, uh, believe in that stuff. But he also knows that y'all have a somewhat proven track record. So when something is weird and he can't right away explain it. Mm-hmm. He has gotten into the habit of calling you, uh, calling you out, yeah. um, mostly to try to rule out anything weird. Yeah, like if if uh, so, he uh, he motions you over and shows you uh, the body. Um, as you can see, the the body is I said what's left of him because uh, his arms and legs are gone. Oh, okay. Um, his head is. Uh, has has been um, uh, mangled somewhat, and he is just in a a, a pile on the blo- uh, on top of the this puddle of blood. Mm. Um, and he says he basically describes uh, what they saw. He says the lacerations are unlike anything we've ever seen. It looks like someone made some kind of weapon out of teeth or something, mm-hmm. uh, because the teeth look like the teeth marks look like they were spinning. Oh, okay. Um, and he says, uh, we can't find the, we can't find the missing, uh, body parts. Uh, but, and check this out. And he like lifts up the, the yellow police tape and motions for you to follow him. And then he shows you the blood and he's like, somebody get some lights on in here. And when you turn on the, when he turns on the light, um, as the blood, uh, gets further from the body, it starts to look more like regular blood. But closer to the body and around where all the cuts are, there's this black, oily uh, mm. substance um, that seems to have permeated all of the blood. Mm. Um, and uh, he says, uh, can you make uh, heads or tails out of that? I mean, yeah. Great. Get to do this again. Uh-huh. Mm. Uh, so what do you do uh, to investigate? Well, the first thing I'm going to do is tell everybody to get on the other side of the fucking tape. Okay. 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 It's my crime scene now. So, okay. uh, all right. And so like <laughs> you see like a crime scene investigator who's there and is like, but I was told to collect. Sa-. And like no. uh, uh, the detective is just like, you heard her. <laughs> and he's just like, okay, okay. And like, he just like drops what he's holding into the little bag and closes it and just stands there watching the two of you. He's like, are they cops? Like, what? like, he's like, just, just shut up. 
just get out of here. You don't want any of this. So don't, don't worry, Jane. I'm going to take some pictures. If Eddie, you could stand back. Eddie, if pull, you could stand back. Uh, Steve Stevenson pulls oh. out a small <laughs> digital camera that oh. is from the early 2000s. <laughs> Love it. And oh. is... Uh, Try, is working the zoom because uh-huh. it's one of those sm- it's sure, like sure. it's also a i want to be clear it's a red camera yeah it's mm. not professional any sort mm. of way and he's holding it the way a mom holds it when she's trying to take a picture at a wedding yeah and it's taking too long mm-hmm. and he's just like hold up don't don't touch anything yet um as jane as you are doing this and jane says could you step back you like look down and one of your white New Balances is just standing right in the like like halfway in the blood puddle. Oh, sugar! Um, as you like hop back, you start getting just bloody footprints on everything. And, I think the guy came this way after uh, he did the murder. <laughs> so what is it, what is it you do? What is your um, procedure for investigating? So after I clear the area mm-hmm. and I uh, ignore Steve of immediately. Um, and just shake my head in dismay as he steps through all of whatever evidence we have here. I'm going to start to um, look through this person's pockets. Mm-hmm. I'm going to actually look under their shirt because I want to see the skin that hasn't been um, cut open. I want to see if there's any uh, signs that whatever this oily substance is, is it, is it going through the veins? Is there anything growing inside of him? This is something I've dealt with before. I got to check for larva at this point. Great. So if you look at your character sheet, I just mm-hmm. opened up the investigate a mystery tab. Okay. I'm going to have you roll investigate a mystery. Got it. Submit. A partial success. So you get one hold here. Um, and so you get to ask one of the questions on the list here about uh, the situation. And then I will answer it with what's going on in the, uh, based on that. Hmm. I'm going to say, where did whatever did this go? Where did it go? Okay. Where did it go? Sure. So as you're investigating, you like lift up the the um, the shirt and stuff. I'm going to tell you just a couple things that you just notice right off the bat, mm-hmm. which is right around the cuts, you can see that his veins are also uh, turning black. Mm-hmm. So like the whatever it was that did the, the um, cuts seems to have uh caused uh this thing um as uh you look at this you see that there are tracks in the blood Mm -hmm. that don't appear to be human they're not steve's they are not steve's like in fact because steve is jumping around here you kind of see oh those are non-human footprints they look almost like um a four-fingered hand Okay. Uh, with some, with like uh, what looks to be a talon of some type. Um, and it appears that it goes uh, further back into the, into the backstage area. As you go backstage, you recognize there is a area under the stage for, you know, costume changes yeah. or fancy stuff. It seems to have been, have gone there. As you follow the trail, you see that it has gone into uh, what appears to be a, a sewer like a, a sewer grating. Mm. Um, the sewer grating has been removed. Okay. Um, and it seems like forcefully. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what you see. Um, that's where it seems to have gone. Um, Steven, what are you doing uh, as you've taken these pictures, stepped in the blood? Yeah, well, I, I asked around uh, for a paper towel. Does anyone have a paper towel? Like to try to clean some of the blood off my shoe. Uh-huh. Um, and like... While doing that, um, 
you know, I'm like, I'm bouncing around like on one foot, uh-huh. like wiping the blood off. And I feel like he would like try to lean against the clothing racks. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then while he's leaning against the clothing racks, like he's looking into the clothing racks, kind of like what's in here? Like, and just uh-huh. like looking at different stuff in that general vicinity of where the monster would have come from. Sure, sure. So, like, I guess he's kind of investigating the area around the outside of the tape. Okay. Well, and you have this move, oops. Yeah, that was kind of what I was implying. Great. Uh, So, which says, if you want to stumble across something important, tell the keeper. You will find something important and useful, although not necessarily related to your immediate problem. Yeah, so that's what I'm doing. I'm oopsing. I think uh, you, you are, like, doing this, you're, like, absentmindedly with this paper towel, and I think it's, like, one of those very small, like... Oh, it, it's one of the thirds. Yes, exactly. It's not a regular size right. paper towel. It was one of the ones where they're like, yeah, you can do a third right. or a two. And you're you just know. like trying to wipe this blood off of your really immaculate, otherwise immaculate <laughs> New Balance. They were very new. It's like everything else of you is a little bit frumpy, but the New Balances were really They're white. always on point. Uh, so you're sitting there trying to uh, wipe the blood off and uh, you're leaning on these uh, on the this uh, these dresses, kind of like looking at them and you knock over the dresses. Like, you knock over the whole stand of dresses. Embarrassing. Um, very embarrassingly. Um, but luckily, no one appears to have noticed. Mm-hmm. And uh, as you are trying to lift the whole stand up, uh, you realize that you have stepped on something. Um, and lifting it up to your feet, you see that it appears to be a... Uh, at first, it looks like a black feather. But okay. then you realize it's actually like a green feather that is matted in this black uh oily ichor okay mm-hmm. does it look like it came from any of the dresses because these are costumes so i mean some of them could have feathers um you know i would say that you find like several like there's like a whole boa section yeah, yeah. but you can't really match the green okay. uh to any of the boas so you you'd say no like this looks like something different Okay. And the ichor does look very similar to what was on the body. Gotcha. Um, I am going to turn to one of the cops and, like, especially one of the crime scene attacks, be like, do you have a baggie? Like, do you guys have any of your drug baggies around? Not for drugs. It's not for drugs. Uh, I just need a bag. I. The two, the, like, the two cops that you're talking to, like, look at each other and then, like, look back at you, like, uh, what do you want it for? <laughs> I, I have a granola bar I can't finish. Oh, is it one? Okay, you know what? Roll a roll a charm roll. All right. Uh, failure. A failure. Okay. Uh, so I'm really good at charm. That's, I, know, I have a you, plus you two really at are. charm, and I still rolled a five. Uh, you rolled a one and a two. Okay. Yeah. So um, I think uh, one of them is like, "What are you doing eating at a crime scene? There's like a dead body." And the other one's like, ah, come on, man. You know those granola bars, they explode everywhere. And he's like, no, man, he shouldn't be. What is this guy doing here? You Is that blood? Are you tracking blood everywhere? Hey, listen, it, it's I, I, I just need a bag. Do you, can you just give me a bag so that way I can go find my boss? Um, he says, no, I'm not giving you an evidence bag. I've got more important things to do. And he walks off. And the other guy's like, dude, I'm sorry. He's... He's really on edge. He's got a lot going on at home right now. Oh, really? Um, is everything like what is it? One of those like really like like those hard ones. They explode everywhere in Nature Valley. Yeah, Nature yeah, Valley. Valley. They're yeah. really dry. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I really could. And, and then Kev, you don't happen to have another one, do you? Oh, no, man, that's my last one. That's why I'm trying to save it. Okay. Yeah, I, I need it for later. I I never know on, on this job. You never know when you're gonna get lunch. I know, and I just like I didn't pack anything. Just I'm really sorry. 
Yeah. So is that a no to the bag? Uh, oh, I don't. He's the one with the bags. Oh, okay. So that's when uh, Steve just another. Steve just puts it directly into his pocket. <laughs> into his khaki pocket? Into his khaki pocket. Great. And um, then goes uh, traipsing off after Jane. Great. Um, so, Jane, uh, you're just getting back from mm-hmm. finding where it possibly went. Yeah. Probably. Uh, well, I'm, I'm guessing. Do you let the detective know? No. No. Okay. Um and uh, so the detective is like, well, uh, any leads? Do you know what it might be? I have some calls I need to make, but I don't think that um, we're going to be able to discuss it just yet. I promise to send over um, pertinent information as it becomes available to your office. He's like, right. And he rolls his eyes like a bit. And he's like, sure, I'm, I'm sure we'll be hearing from you shortly. Mm-hmm. And that's when Steve walks up with a little uh, ruled notebook, like one of those little spiral like the little ones, you uh-huh. know what I'm talking about? Like yeah, the little yeah, yeah. notepad. And he goes, uh, uh, Detective uh, Detective Kirk. Uh, Kirk. It's, uh, it's. Please don't call me by my first name. <laughs> Detective Kirk. Um, <laughs> can I have your email? That we'll email you our report. You guys do email, right? I mean, like. Yes, I have an email. Of course I have an email. Uh, is it? Okay, let me just guess. Is it? Is it uh, Detective Kirk at Philly? PPD. What? Philly PPD. Philly Philly P- Police Department, PPD. Oh. It's Kirk Daniels. Is there a dot in there? No. It's Kirk Daniels. Kirk Daniels. All one word. Okay. Mm-hmm. All lowercase. Mm-hmm. All lowercase. At ppd.gov. ppd.gov. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, so there's a dot between the PPD and the gov, but not between Kirk and Daniels. Correct. Okay. All right. If you put the dot in between Kirk and Daniels, it will go to the other Kirk Daniels. Gotcha. There's another Kirk Daniels? Yes, there are two Kirk Daniels that work at the Philly Police Department. Okay. The other one's not a cop. Same precinct? Just a secretary there. Oh, okay. They're, they're called administrative assistants now. Okay, sure. All right. Um, we'll be getting back to you. Um, oh, yeah, Jane, I got some. Uh, Jane, we got we to gotta, we gotta call, gotta call back to base. We got to go. Why? Because we got we to gotta make a call. And he just starts shuffling yeah, I think off we, towards the we van. We cut there mm. uh, to y'all mm. in the in the van as you are heading. Um, you're heading somewhere. We don't know where it is yet. But uh, yeah. Yeah. Steve reaches into his pocket and okay. he just pulls out this gross feather. And he's like, I need to change my pants. As he <laughs> the oily feather in front of you. Oh, my God. What? Where did you get that? I found it under the, um, there was a bunch of dresses mm-hmm. and I checked. This is not a feather from the dresses. Okay. This is, I don't know what this is or where it's from, but I was like, that's different. I'm rubbing my forehead mm-hmm. in exhaustion. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, but Why are you holding it with your bare hand? Well, We've be- gone through this so many times. Because you the- cannot hold these things with your bare hands. Because the cops wouldn't give me a bag. Why? Because yeah. they thought... Oh, my God. Uh, listen, I didn't want the cops to see it. How many times do I have to ask you? There, we have a kit. You bring the kit for when there's evidence, and there's bags, and there's fucking gloves, Steve. There's fucking gloves. You're still holding it. You don't even know what that blackness is. I mean... Uh- is it burning? No. Do you have any open cuts on your hands I should know about? No. Okay. It smells funny, though. Oh, great. We're pulling over. Go to the back. Get the kit and put it in a fucking bag, Steve. Okay. I, I do that. Okay. Yeah. You, you just go into the back. You've got like a whole bunch of like uh, supplies back here, a kit, 
another pair of khakis. Yeah. Uh, and um, we- also, I use some Purell, right? Clear my hands. <laughs> yeah. And now I'm eating a Nature Valley bar. It, you know how, um, you know how like a uh, really sticky, oily stuff like doesn't always come off? Like, 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 like tree sap? Yes. So yeah. like it's off. Yeah. Like you don't feel it that much anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's it's still there. Like there is like little bits of black between uh your like fingerprints and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Also, it does it do that thing when you get like something really sticky on your hands where like you can still see your your like the residual on your skin as you try to pull your fingers apart? Uh yes, though. It is viscous when it touches itself. Okay. So it's like not like it's sticky on your hands, mm-hmm. but it isn't really sticky on itself. Mm. Okay, got like it. It's more. It feels more oily on itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, so I'm I'm gonna say that um, as you are doing this, we see Jane is uh Jane is driving your van now mm-hmm. as you are heading uh to your lab. Uh, yep. The you you all have a a person you go to, um, and uh, you show up at. Hold on, I'm looking for my NPCs. You show up at the Society for Philadelphia Cryptids and Anomalies, mm-hmm. um, which is a connected organization, but a partner it's program. not Winchester. Yeah, a partner program. As in, you are partners with them. Yeah. Winchester is not. Yeah. Like, you don't always trust the Winchester labs after a couple things that have happened, mm-hmm. where they gave you what seemed like intentionally false information yeah i need independent review sometimes so um you uh go here um which it looks like a uh it's it's like a garage Mm -hmm. but like an independent garage like someone's garage yeah um and you know that gray hollis works out of here uh basically anytime you go there uh gray hollis is non-binary uh played by tignataro um and you see uh every time you come here they are working on their uh, on a car, yeah. Um, and so you see, um, they uh, roll out as you uh, as you uh, walk up, and uh, they uh, see you, and they're like, "Oh, what is it this time?" Uh, well, we got another one. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, let me wash my hands. Um, and they get like, you know, like orange, like oil, like grease, like degrease or stuff, uh, wash their hands off and, uh, lava soap. Uh, yes, exactly. And then they, uh, they go to where there's like a big tool bench and they, uh, move a wrench to the side and then shift the whole tool bench off, like over to the side. And there is this big lab. Mm -hmm. Um, and I say a big lab, but I mean, it's like, like three times the size of like a normal sized room. It's like pretty big. Um, it's not like super complicated. It's a one person lab. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, um, are there like beakers and Bunsen yeah. burners? There's some beakers, some computer screens, yeah. some mic- microscopes. Yeah. There's a picture of the periodic table, like a poster of the periodic table on the wall. There is, there's a, a yeah, poster yeah. of the periodic mm-hmm. table. The lighting. But, but it has like seven other elements. Okay, but that only like a true fan would notice. Right, right, right. Like if you pause and right. were to look in real close, you're like, huh, there's extra elements on there. Right. They're like, oh, they've got Macron, which is one of the ones that we learned earlier in the season. And yeah. then they're like, wait, what are the ones after Macron? But they don't really show you it quickly enough. Yep. Yeah. Uh, fluorescent lighting. Of course. Green tiles. Green tiles, yes. Yeah, I just wanted, that just yep. feels very. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Um, and there's a drain in the middle of the room. Of course. There's yes. a drain. Hose it down. Uh, also, I wash station right like right next to it. Yeah. Uh, just in case. Yep. Um and uh 
Gray says, uh, well, show me what you got. Uh, Steve, did you bring in the sample? Oh, yeah. Um, and I reach into my, my pocket and I pull out the, the, the thing. Plastic baggie with the... But now it's in a plastic right. baggie. Um, and I'm like, here you go. And I toss it. Okay. Um, they, uh, their eyes open wide, but they catch it like no problem between two fingers, like not touching the specimen, right? Yeah. And then they're like, okay, Steve, what did we talk about? <laughs> what are you talking about? We don't know what this is. Yeah. You don't throw it. Okay. Well, I mean, you know, you, you caught it. Yeah, some of these cryptids have weird properties. You don't. Know. Well, that one's fine. I already touched it. Okay, it was in my pocket for a bit, uh, and like looks at it and says, "Okay, so these are like this is like your pocket lint, I assume." Yes, great. Uh, uh, and like they like look over at you, like, <sighs> like sigh, like um, <sighs> like uh empathetically to you like mm-hmm. <sighs> we're in this again every uh, fucking day with him and then gray uh sets about puts on a uh, puts on these uh black um thick rubber black gloves, gloves thick uh, rubber gloves and then like uh opens up the the bag um actually cuts open the bag mm-hmm. um and then pulls the the stuff uh pulls the thing out you can see that the bag seems to also now have like kind of a coating of the black viscous fluid and they dab at it, put it under a microscope and then they pull some of the hairs off of the um, thing and some time passes. Mm-hmm. Uh, the two of you are, are there. Uh, I imagine killing some time or whatever. And then um, Gray says, okay, I can give you some, uh, some preliminary stuff. I'm going to keep uh, researching it. Um, what do we got there? Uh, the, 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 this viscous stuff, I, I don't really understand how, but it seems to be some kind of mutated form of, um, God, I have it written down. Uh, is it bile? No, no, no. Good. No, we don't need that again. It's different. Uh, of my God. Salmonella. Wait, I was oh, touching salmonella? God damn it. Yeah. God damn it. Well, uh, at least I washed my hands. Yeah. Uh, I look that... over and I see that there are, along with the lint and the dust, of course, that was in the feather, mm. I noticed the the large chunks of oats from the Nature Valley Bar. <laughs> and the disappointment is just all over my face yet again. I don't say anything because... Of course. The, what, what's the worst that happens right. at this point? Um. And so, uh, though there is like also that little bit of like, you probably wouldn't have found the feather. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah, I wasn't very, gonna find it. That's almost the most frustrating aspect of yeah. it. Um, and so, uh, uh, oh my God, Hollis, did I say? Gray. 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 And Gray says, um, uh, also, um, it seems like maybe you have a. Like, do you find you have like really dry skin? I'm sorry, you're talking to me. Yes, I mean sometimes, like when it's cold or when it's humid. Yeah, or I, I when just, it's it looks like you might have eczema. Uh, there were some skin flakes on this. Uh, it it just seems like you might have eczema. You might want to look into it. I mean, it could have been the the murdered guy's skin too, right? Um, uh, it, it's it's I guess it's possible there was a murdered guy. Oh yeah, we. 
there is a whole thing um but we're looking into it this is just the one piece of evidence we were able to bring with us yeah we got everything else is being transferred to you know where we got backstage passes to taylor swift we didn't see taylor swift oh but we went backstage it was awesome Oh, yeah, you it liked was, it? It was really good. That's uh, great. I'm, I'm glad you had a fun time. I can't believe you missed it. It was like best, best show I've ever seen her do. Yeah, I, yeah. I had plans. We were backstage, though. Oh, uh, my God, really? Yeah, yeah. In Did her, you meet her? No, but we were in her dressing room, and I was like looking at her dresses. Okay, uh-huh. I don't think you need to tip them all the information about what we saw at the crime scene. Okay. okay? This is a lab, so we have okay. to differentiate. He also doesn't work for our program, so we can't okay. get, tell them everything, okay? Okay. I understand. I completely get it. Uh, that's fine. So don't tell them about how the guy is missing his arms and legs and it looked like they had been taken off by rotating teeth. Oh, my God. What? Rotating, okay. rotating teeth? I just... Well, um, it looked like you mach- see... Like a machine? Gray turns, like is in like one of those spinny like office chairs and like turns and pushes away from where you're standing to like a bookshelf mm-hmm. and uh, pulls down a like... A volume yeah and starts going through it and is like no no uh and is like not uh it's not the no 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 it's not that it's not uh the squonk no 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 squonk doesn't have rotating teeth uh, what is it no not the bernathan beast uh hmm. <sighs> i know i saw it somewhere um uh, I'm 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 gonna look this up. I'm gonna look into this. I really uh, appreciate it, but please don't say anything. We're not supposed to uh, let out a certain amount of information, which I've gone over with you before, Steve. Um, but uh, it's too late now, and we appreciate your efforts to assist us. Um, and uh, Gray just like puts uh, a hand up, like you got it, but is really invested now in the yeah, book. Like is not like he's <laughs> like has a mystery that they're trying to solve, and is yeah. just barely is like yeah 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 no I, I won't tell anyone um and then um basically uh you know gray is trustworthy yeah gray is like in a secret society like they, of course uh, so, i i actually trust uh them deeply yes i just again the my brain is so um charged with getting written up at work and my bosses and what happens when I don't follow these fucking protocols that I don't agree with. Right, right, right. That I am so gun shy about anything going wrong. And I am always, um, you know, being paired with Steve really sets mm-hmm. me up for so many hurdles to have to cover with paperwork that he doesn't know how to file. Right. Um, and so uh, I think uh, right here uh, you get a phone call. Mm. Uh, and it's from... Uh, Kirk. It's from Detective Daniels. And he says, um, Hey, uh I we we found one of the one of the backup dancers uh was was the person who uh saw the body first and uh-huh. uh apparently she she may have witnessed something. Uh, oh, okay. If y'all want to interview her? Absolutely. Do you have her name and contact information for uh, me? And he he says uh, I've already sent it over. Oh, thank um, you so much. And he says uh, she's staying at the Ramada. Mm. Um, Taylor should really put people up in better hotels. 
Uh, uh, I actually want to just go ahead and pause you right there because uh, I understand that, like, you know, you put together this game, but, like, Taylor does put her people in better hotels. I just, I, I just, I panicked when I started thinking of a hotel and I was like, I should have fucking thought you, of a you hotel. You could just here. said a hotel. Okay. You could uh, just said a like, hotel, but there's no way she's putting her people in a Ramada. Uh, like, well, she paid her truck drivers millions of dollars, like, in bonuses because she's a billionaire now. Uh, so just, like, be better. Fair. Uh, what hotel? Uh, um, probably the Doubletree or the, the Sofitel. Wa- the Waldorf Hotel. Uh, the uh, Waldorf Astoria? Astoria? Yeah. No, that, you can't put the whole staff there. Uh, the over, yeah, well, the overflows at the Ramada. Yeah, the overflows. The uh, but yeah, that wouldn't be a dancer then. But like, you know, the fucking crew, maybe. Listen, but I'm going to say Doubletree or Hilton or the Marriott the Marriott. Okay. Uh, Marriott's fine. Okay. I'm glad we could agree on this. So okay. uh, he says, uh, oh, I'm sorry. Not the Ramada. Uh, that's where I'm currently staying. I, I don't want to get into it. Uh, it's at the Marriott. I'm sorry. Uh, sorry. Uh, and you see, he gets real. Mm-hmm. He's on the phone, gets like real no flustered. And then no like, is like, no explanation uh, necessary. Uh, anyway. Um, yeah. Uh, I already told her that you'd probably be stopping by mm-hmm. um, her. Uh, Gives her you her room uh, number mm-hmm. and uh, tells you her name is uh, Gia Adair, um, J I A A D A I R, um, and uh, then she or then he says uh, anyway I I gotta get going. Uh, Thank we, you so much. Yeah. Thank right. you. Really appreciate it. And uh, and then when you hang up the phone, uh, Steve's like, hey, "Hey Jane, it doesn't sound like things are going well for that guy. You know, I think he's." I think he's dealing with a divorce. That's why. <sighs> Steve, we got Steve. We can't. I, we cannot talk about other people's personal lives, Steve. I mean, we can. We're doing it right now. Also, the volume on your phone is very loud. <laughs> <laughs> I think right there we cut. Uh, and do you want to take like a. We'll take a commercial break. This episode of <laughs> Romania 500 Case Files has been brought to you by. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit get 30, bit get 20, 20, 20, bit get 20, 20, bit get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Five hundred case files. Um, we see the two of you are in a really, really nice office. Um, mm-hmm. Like, like rich brown rich, leather chairs. Yes, and and uh, you are each in a leather chair in front of this desk mm-hmm. that has practically an easy chair. Yeah, the easy chair of office chairs uh, as the thing, um, and it's empty. 
and the two of you are here and we see uh jane looking at her watch uh to show that you've been waiting a little while um and then uh the door opens and uh tom waits walks in um and he just kind of uh he's holding a briefcase under his arm like not holding it in his hand um, mm-hmm. and it seems like it's open um and there are there is something in it that is trying to get out of the briefcase and he is arguing under his breath with it um saying no shut up shut and then he uh sees the two of you and is like oh <laughs> How's it going? Uh, sorry, I'll be right with you. And then he sits down in the chair um, and then spins it around, opens a filing cabinet, dumps whatever's in it into the filing cabinet, and then struggles to close the filing cabinet, slams it, turns back around, takes off his hat for a moment, uh, smooths his hair back, and then puts the pork pie hat back on, uh, adjusts his tie, and says, Now, how can I uh, help you to? Just wanted to check in about um, a case that we're we're up on right now i have uh some information i wanted to pass it by you uh maybe to get some more directions on how you like us to move forward okay all right okay so uh what is it uh what, what type of creature does it seem to be that you're chasing down you know we don't have a name for it at this time um we do know that it is a danger to humans okay it has um removed the body parts oh, of no. a person oh and it's a dirty salmon okay and it's a salmon. It's a dirty salmon. Remember, because that's what Gray said. Gray said that it's a dirty, it's a viscous, a vicious mm-hmm. salmon. Okay. Let's. How about? Yeah. Just hold on for me. Okay. And let me give him the rest of the report, and then okay. we'll get back to you. Okay. You see, you see, uh, Tom Waits, who is playing himself. Yeah. Uh, is writing on a notepad. Mm-hmm. Fish. Yes, it is not a fish, sir. I wouldn't be crosses clear. out fi- like Thank just you. crosses out the Thank fish. You. Um. We we have found there's an oily substance that it leaves behind, uh, a viscous, like uh, Steve had just said. The thing that we notice is that it's actually being absorbed into the the dead carcass, which, again, there's no blood flow, but somehow this fluid is still moving through the veins of this dead body. Um, we also found tracks, which it went into the sewer system from that goes under uh, Lincoln Financial Field. So I do think that okay. potentially it could be aquatic. I do not think it's a fish. I want to be clear because the teeth that it used um, seem to rotate almost like a like a table saw. Um, and we rotating cannot teeth. actually. And then you see he pulls out another notebook and he yeah. writes down rotating teeth and mm-hmm. then he writes down under it possibly in a minor yeah yeah uh, and also we have a we have somebody we have to go interview uh it's a backup dancer staying at a very fancy hotel um, not a not a not a bad hotel like oh, the way this divorce detective staying a witness a possible potential uh we are going to be talking to her shortly uh, we wanted to check in with you, but yes, we she potentially saw something, but I, you know, I don't know if if she saw what we witnessed in the aftermath. I don't know that she'd be um, just checking back into her hotel. It seems like there'd be something that th- that day she probably would have freaked out and uh, contacted us right away. Got it. Got it. So uh, why don't we do this? It seems like uh, we may have a time crunch on it mm-hmm. fleeing into the sewers. Mm hmm. So, uh, Doe, why don't you go 
investigate the sewers. Mm-hmm. Okay, absolutely. Uh, stay on comms. If you need backup, ask. We'll send someone. Uh, you're pretty good with people. Why don't you go interview the dancer? Who are you talking to? He's talking to you. I'm talking, talking to, to me. Stevenson. I'm, like, he keeps looking over his shoulder. Me? Stevenson. Oh, yeah, Stevenson. That's my yes. name. Okay. Uh, he, like, tilts his head, like, really? <laughs> like, uh, and then he's like, Stevenson. Yes. Yes. Uh, That's your name. I'll go talk to Gia. Yes. You're going to go talk to Gia at the yeah. Marriott. Okay. All right. I got this. Um, I got this. Yes, you and do. Then, uh, he's like, uh, all right. Uh, uh well you know good luck and like you see the behind him the filing cabinet starts like shaking violently um and he just like hits it without looking back like mm-hmm. once and it stops and then he says uh stevenson why don't you uh hang back for a moment i have something i need to talk to you about oh okay great i'm gonna go bye jane um as jane walks out um i do not say goodbye to him right uh, the door closes uh, behind her and he says, you've really got to be better about keeping up your identity if you want to keep this secret. I'm so- sorry, boss. I just, you know, I'm I, I'm not used to not using my last name. It's just weird. It's why don't you want her finding out? Why do you why don't you want her finding out? Well, because, you know, then she's going to think like the only reason I got this job is because like my last name's Winchester and that that's why I'm here and not because I'm like good at my job and that I'm one of the best people for this role. Right. Why don't you go interview the backup dancer? Uh, just try if you if you don't want her to know you're a Winchester. Yeah. Then make sure you answer to Stevenson. I OK, I'll, I'll make sure I'll, I'll work. I'll, I'll do better. All right. No, also, um, can you send one of the containment teams in here? Oh, yeah, sure, definitely, definitely. Thank you. Do you want the uh, containment orange or uh, containment yellow? Uh, Make it red. Okay, I'll be right back. (laughs) Uh, And uh, when he opens the door, he's like, Code red! Code red! Containment team! Code red stat! Uh, Stevenson? Yes, sir? Uh, Subtly. Oh, <laughs> so like we see you walking off saying code red and we cut to the sewers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um and we see you uh we see Agent Jane uh going down the just like going down the Ladder. area. Yeah. Um now this isn't like a this is the picture um the um Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle sewers mm-hmm. like where it's mostly dry. Yeah. There is some drops apparently, but uh they stop. Huh. Uh, I walked away from the pipe right. that was leaking. Um, mm-hmm. And we see you do, I think we, I, I picture you, we see you do the thing where you get, you pull out the gun and have your flashlight on top of the yeah, gun. Yeah, flashlight kind of thing. always. Um, as you are uh, looking around, I'm going to have you roll uh, investigate a mystery as you're trying to track this thing. Another seven? Mm-hmm. And that's a, so you get to ask one question here. Oh. All right. Let me see here. Now, I, I have no idea what I'm looking for. I'm pointing the gun in every direction because you never know what's going to happen. Of so course. there could be an alligator. There could be a, a person who lives down there. So I'm always alert, but I, I do want to know what sort of creature I'm actually looking for here. Got it. As you are uh, 
tracking it, uh, you actually see there is like no one's really been down here. Um, it's very uh, dusty, but there are spots where that ichor is. But you can also see in the dust, you can see its its prints pretty clearly. Yeah, uh, they do appear to be some kind of almost bird like. Um, uh, thing uh, okay. you do see a couple more of those feathers as you are tracking it mm -hmm. um, just stuck to the walls in places where it had to squeeze through which also shows you kind of its size yeah um, it is at least a little bit bigger than a person mm -hmm. um, and uh, you can see from the feathers you can see that it is uh, at least somewhat bird-like uh, though that's not always um, birds don't have teeth yeah. So like you, you know that that's not always a perfect um, explanation of everything. Um, but uh, as you uh, are doing this, I think that you see that the sewers here, the, the area of the sewer opens out into uh, the broad street line. Mm, so okay. you can see that there is a subway line um, and you can see uh, as you are tracking this thing, you see it in the distance. Yeah. Um, and you see that it is the moment that it touches the train tracks, it becomes a blur. Oh, okay. Um, but what you see in the moment before that happens is a very hunched over thing. Uh, it looks somewhat like the shape of a, um, of a velociraptor. Mm -hmm. um, it has those big uh, legs uh, in the back though they seem multi-jointed. Okay. Like they kind of loop up a little over its body and it is hunched over. It has like a big head with like kind of a uh, cone-like beak or trunk or something. Mm -hmm. uh, you only really see it in silhouette. Um, and again, as it touches the train tracks, it becomes a blur sliding down the train tracks. Mm. Um, and you lose it. Yeah. Uh down the broad down the broad street line going north going um well you were all all the way <laughs> sat so like it's going north it's going north. Um, got it uh so that's uh that that's what you can tell of what sort of creature it is mm -hmm. um i'm going to cut kind of back and forth here um we see uh uh agent jane we cut from agent jane doe in the sewers yeah to um was it the Marriott? The Marriott. Yeah. Uh, the Marriott Hotel um, where uh, we see you walk up to the front desk because um, you're uh, going to this hotel to find this woman. And uh, they just immediately start treating you like you are a guest there. Uh, hi. Yeah. I'm uh, I'm actually here to meet somebody. Oh, great, I'm looking great. for uh, Gia Adair. Okay. They just told me she was at the hotel. They didn't tell me what room she was in. Okay. Um, they definitely they did definitely tell did, you, but tell you I love that you don't know that. It's like, oh, um, well, I can't just call any room. Um, and then you hear from behind you, um, uh, a voice, a woman, uh, say, um, are you from the agency? Yes. Yes. I'm from the agency. Um, and you turn and you see a, uh, short slight woman uh there who is um she's wearing like a big coat and she's got it wrapped around herself and you recognize this is 
agent the, this is the coat that you saw the agent in like the trench coat that you saw uh agent daniels in um that she like he like wrapped it around her because she was like uh scared or whatever and a oh, detective daniels detective daniels okay uh what did i say you said agent and it okay. threw me off fair detective you're, talking about, you're talking about divorce detective kirk daniels it's a separation it's 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 not divorce. It's separation. Oh, okay. Uh, but he's not here, so he wouldn't say that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, are you? Uh, are you Gia? Uh, yeah. And and who are you? Uh, well, I'm hungry. But beyond that, I'm here to to interview you about what you saw. Okay, hungry. Um, I uh, this place we... has a cafe, right? Do you guys have a cafe? He turns to the front desk. Uh, she's like, oh. I and like you turn like away from her and it's like uh oh yeah we do uh we we have a cafe and like she points it points it out to you uh Gia, have, do like, you want a coffee really nice... i want a coffee do you want a coffee uh yeah actually a, a coffee would be really okay, nice okay great and so we go over to the cafe area that's connected to the lobby yeah uh no, no you, listen listen i got it you, mm-hmm. you sit down you sit down i just i I have like I'm. This is a good week for me. I just mm. sold a couple magic cards, and they actually turned out really well. Like on the, how the return on them, so I can actually it's afford like, oh, lunch. Uh, do you play Legacy? Uh, no, no, no. I just I mostly just buy and sell. I just like the trading. I used to play when I was a kid, uh, but now I just buy and sell the cards. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't She's really. Like, I I play blue white control in Legacy. Oh wow! I wow. also have an EDH deck. If you play EDH, no, I'm not really into EDM music. Uh, um, so <laughs> he goes up. And he starts, and he he gets, gets uh, coffees coffee and, and like some like some like light sandwich sure. type of stuff. Roll me a roll me a charm roll, charm roll. Actually, uh, yeah, roll me a charm roll. Roll on a charm, twelve, advanced 12. success. Whoa. Advanced success. Yeah. So, uh, I think that you notice like very shortly as you are talking to her, you just like ease her. She goes from being like kind of suspicious and looking around to just openly talking to you. Yeah. I think like about magic at first. Yeah. Right. She's like, Oh, it's, it's cool. Like, well, you know, if you're investing, like you might want to follow some of the decks because like, depending on what's popular in the meta, the cards will go down and. Oh no, no. The way I invest is, um, if I like the picture, Mm -hmm. I buy a lot of it. (laughs) She like, just like sighs very heavily. And she's like, Yeah. Okay. I mean, because it's art, right? Uh-huh. Like, it's an art. And there's, like... Like, my buddy told me about how you could buy these pictures of apes online, right? And there was only a certain amount of apes. But then I was like, well, there's only a certain amount of magic cards, right? She and puts, both of these things are art. She puts her hand on yours, and she says, I love NFTs. Oh. <laughs> okay. Speaking of... He puts, his, he puts his hand on top of hers again to uh-huh. almost play, like, that baseball right. bat game. Yeah. And he goes, well, speaking of uh, NFTs, it would be real nifty if you told me how you saw your coworker get murdered. She just like laughs at the like your of the nifty thing, and she's like, "Oh my god, I'm gonna have to use that on some of our discords." Okay. Um, and she says, "Oh, it was, it was so awful, Chet." And you know, like Chet is, he's really demanding. Uh, but, was right. Yeah, it was. You don't want to use the wrong verb, especially You're... is versus was. It really it really gets me. You're right. That would be a really mean thing to do about my friend. It would be. Uh he was more of a coworker, I think. I, I we haven't established you as your friend. When we were friends. He he and I and Taylor, we we played EDH together. Oh, okay. 
Well, I mean, it makes sense that Taylor would be into EDM. It's ED- EDH, Elder Dragon Highlander. It's a format of Magic the Gathering. Oh, okay. Uh, but anyway, so Chet, Chet was like standing there. He looked like he went to investigate something in the shadows, and I was, I was sneaking a smoke. Uh, I'm not, I, I quit. I'm not really supposed to be smoking cigarettes. So I, I just kind of, there's a break in the set where I'm, I'm not needed. So I, I really need, it's, it's stressful. She, she's so talented. I'm just so, I feel so lucky. I just, well, you really shouldn't smoke. I mean, you're a backup, are you a backup dancer, right? Yeah. Well, you know, you got to keep up your cardio and all those different things. Like it's really I not know. great it's to be not, smoking cigarettes, but I, st- I saw him. He, he looked like he was, he, he bent down to, to see something. And then this, this thing uh, attacked him. Uh, it was. Can you describe uh, the thing for me? Horrifying. Uh, she says, um, "You're gonna think I'm crazy." Oh, uh, you you would be, but you would not believe how I won't think you're crazy. <laughs> uh, she says it. It had this, like, this blue tuft of like fur uh or, or, or feathers um and these small beady black eyes okay but like you know, the, the white part of the eyes not the pupil the, ir- the iris is that what it's called it didn't have irises it was just this beady black okay eye covered with these pink translucent lids okay and it just like i saw it blink in the darkness at him before it shifted and it had this long snout and the snout opened up Uh and a whirring sound started a whirring sound yeah like um like grinding or like a like okay so did it sound like this it sound like or did it sound like or did it sound like more like um None of those it sounded more like a uh, like a what do you call it like a garbage disposal? Oh, okay. So like a like a exactly She keeps on trying to like exactly but like but you know like if you run that's why you have to, if it sounds like that you should run water. And then when when it attacked him, mm-hmm. it sounded like you know when a spoon. Get stuck in the garbage disposal. Yeah, so it's like she like shivers and she's like exactly like that. Yeah, um, and she says, um, and it it was it had this long black tongue, black tongue, and it it moved like you know how snakes move their tongues. No, can you describe that to me? Where they like, because you know snakes don't have like they they smell with their tongues. I didn't know that. So they like he was like it looked like he was like tasting the air like. Okay. Um, she says that's that's what I saw, and then, uh, it moved so quickly. Yeah, it was very fast. Yeah. So it wasn't a man. Didn't look like a man. Okay, so it's some sort of weird, like reptile with feathers. Um, I, I guess it, it could have been feathers. It looked like fur from my angle, but it might have been feathers. Okay, because I found a feather. Okay. Yeah. 
And then he just kind of like, all right, well, I think, I think this is good information. We can do a lot here to make sure that like, I guess we avenge. What's his name again? Chet? Chet. Yeah. Well, I think we're going to try. Chet Stafford. We're going to try to avenge him. Um, don't cry. And he reaches into his pocket and he pulls out and he slides a, a, a Yu-Gi-Oh card across to her. And he goes, this one's my favorite. And every time you're sad, just look at this card and think of your friend and just know that you're safe. She like looks down at it and she's like, is this a foil blue eyes white dragon that you just raw dogged in your pocket? <laughs> He's like, I mean, I got a lot of them. What is this? black oily substance all over it um wash your hands uh i think that's a perfect place to cut uh we cut back to um i think actually we cut back as y'all have are getting back together Mm -hmm. uh um so you know that it is somehow connected to the subway it seems to be able to travel on the subway lines Mm -hmm. um you know a description of what it kind of looks like and how it seemed to, to move and stuff. Yeah. I imagine you share those things with each other. Yeah. It's it's as almost as if it's like a its mouth is a blender. Okay. And it, it just chews things up by like going, a Nutribullet? Like a magic bullet, yeah. Like a magic bullet. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, kinda like one of those. Mm-hmm. Um and then also I don't know who that was that said that. <laughs> <laughs> just like someone walking by who's like uh the ma- you mean the magic bullet probably yeah. Yeah. walks um, but yeah, no, it, it just sounds like it just grinds, grinds them up. Okay. Uh, and then apparently I guess it's, it smells like a snake. So it uses its tongue to smell the air. Oh, wow. I thought you were going to get that backwards, but yeah, no, he, yeah, it definitely uses, uh, that's what Gia said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it has black eyes, okay. um, that are like soulless. Okay. Well. Um, and it might be like a perfect fast-moving killing machine. Huh. Yeah. I, I would also say that from what I found in the sewer system, I do believe that it was incredibly quick. And I think it's using our uh, underground infrastructure to travel through the city, which is incredibly dangerous to know that it can have access through any sewer point using the subway or the L or any other underground uh, trains that used to be before they were shut down in the 80s. So well, that's good, really concerning. Well, I mean, the good news is, is like, luckily, the city of Philadelphia has really poor underground infrastructure. So there's only so many places it can go. Like, it can go north or south, and mm-hmm. it can go a little bit east and a little bit west. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, that's your only real options. Okay, so you're picturing the tracks that are still currently used. Yeah, there is other track. There are other tracks under there that we stopped using um, in the '80s, if not earlier. But, but so there's but, places to hide, is what I'm saying. I'm concerned would, about that. Why would we stop using them in the '80s? It feels like that would mean that our entire just, just sub- then you get a phone call from the lab. Yeah. Okay. Great. Um, it's uh, Gray uh, Hollis who says, uh, "Hey, I, I I was doing." Some research, and I have a little bit more information. Oh, thank you so the, much for calling. The, I really appreciate it. Possibly on the creature. And, okay. Uh, she says, uh, they say, uh, there's um, a, a chemical in the feather mm. that is unlike anything I've seen from a bird. Like, okay. I don't think this is a bird feather. Mm. Um, and they say, there is, uh, like, an ionization to some of the uh, feathers that is similar to, like, a static electricity caused by the feathers moving with this viscous fluid oh okay that seems to have like a kind of spark or some kind of electrical discharge 
So in the way that like an uh, oil in a car engine would protect the engine, this is actually dangerous with the amount of speed the feathers are moving at. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, like it builds up a static. Like it builds up an electrical charge yeah. as it moves quickly. Yeah. Huh, that is really interesting. Um, and with that information, you understand that that's probably how it's doing that thing where it blurs so quickly yeah. on the uh, tracks. Um, and then... Um, Gray says, uh, okay, so based on the the rotating teeth thing mm -hmm. and the body, yeah, uh, I, I couldn't remember where I had seen something like this. I looked in my case books. It wasn't in my case books. Um, there are some unsolved uh, cases, mm -hmm. uh, and I'm, I'm going to email them to you. I'm sending them over to you. Uh, okay. I've put them on a map. Uh, so that you can see where they all are. Um, it, this has been around for years. Yeah. Um, there's been a lot of unsolved cases about this. Uh, are th is there like a space between the years? Is this because I feel like we would know about it more if I if we found this type of dead body that often um, with such mutilation and horror. So is it like is it every five years, every ten years? How are we missing yeah, this? It's about every seven years. Mm, but right. it, uh, a a whole crop of them come up. Got like it. like a seven year itch, uh, something you know again. Yep. Your phone's very loud, I, but I actually have it on speakerphone because I wanted you to hear this. Oh, I am again trying. I'm always trying to let you be a part of what we're doing here and incorporate you into the team. I uh, I appreciate that. So yeah. here's the here's the thing. Mm -hmm. Does the name David Winchester mean anything to you? Yes, absolutely. Uh, that's your uncle. Oh, okay. That's that's your uncle. Just like I'm that's, not. They don't know that. But yeah, that's your uncle. That. Um, uh, it seems like his name is brought up in a lot of the investigations, oh, of and then the investigations seem to be stopped. All right. Thank you for that information. Uh -huh. Um, if you could do me a favor, and I know I don't need to ask this of you, but if you could not share that with anyone else, of course not. Steve. Yeah. You don't share this with anyone else either, okay? Absolutely not. Great. I would. You know, I don't know anything about the actual Winchester family. Great. I didn't say that. I meant anyone because I know that you just tell people on the street things. I'm sorry. So I'm. I just. We want to keep that very locked down. That information, we, and I'll follow up with it. All right. Hey, Gray. Hey, Gray. Uh huh. I just want to say, uh, you're you're awesome, uh, and and thank you so much. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's really cool that you're hanging with us like our own lone gunman. Sure. Yep. Uh, all right. Thanks, Gray. Bye, Steve. Uh, Jane, uh, we'll talk, we'll talk soon. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, and then, um, they hang up. Um, Jane, are you guys dating? No. What? Why would you ask that? I don't know. I'm just, just wondering if you're single. Okay, that is none of your business. Okay. And we don't need to have to talk to HR again. I'm not it's not I'm not asking you out. I just want to know more about you. We work together a lot. You just I... never tell me anything about you, just like business. Yes. He does have a point. Grace says still from your phone apparently. It's like uh uh you, partners do, you know, share information. This okay, like everyone. I I like to keep my work and my personal life separate, as everyone knows. I'm not comfortable sharing information about myself. And I also don't go asking information about you. I noticed. Yeah. Well, then if that's the truth, 
Gray again. It's like, then how come you invited me to your book club? Dude, so you're inviting Gray to book clubs, but like I, I read sometimes. Mm-hmm. I'm reading this book right now. It's about these fairies in this court, and they just it it's, it gets raunchy. I'm gonna let you know. Oh, okay. you're reading that book? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's pretty I'm good. Not surprised. What do you mean you're not surprised? Wow. Anyway, okay, uh, so it was great. Thank you so much up. for calling. Hey, let someone in. Oh, okay. and then like click. <laughs> uh. And I think um, from there, I'm just like you get a notification and you see a Ding. map. Yeah. Um, and I think we just see you in the lab uh, in your van, mm-hmm. just like overlapping in uh, in Photoshop, like mm-hmm. and seeing they seem to line up to most of the uh, MFL and L stops. Got it. Um, there don't seem to be any that are connected to the turned off, like the the non uh, what you call it, the ones that were closed. The, the ones 80s. that the were closed ones. down. So right. yeah, okay. So it seems yeah. like only the somehow only the active ones, only the most active areas. Oh, okay. So it's not a, it's not because our infrastructure was devastated to make sure that we could sell more cars. Mm-hmm. No, no. Okay, so that so actually our devastated infrastructure here in the city of Philadelphia has actually improved people's lives by make, leaving less areas for this monster to kill. Okay. Anyway, I'll drive our Ford Transit 250 2023 XL edition to wherever we need to go on that map. Okay, so we're, the first place we're going to go is, um, it seems to be hitting all the sporting venues, which is so specific. Um, so we know it actually hit the link, so I think maybe we should go over to the Wells Fargo Center and see if there's... Any information, um, you know, if there's any access sewer points, that way we could see if how they how this thing is getting through. Mm. What if it's just gritty? <laughs> hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
And we're back. All right. So I guess uh, Steve and Jane are now walking into the Wells Fargo Center, which is next to the Lincoln Financial Field, mm-hmm. right. which is across the street from Citizens Bank Park. Just for people who don't live in Philadelphia, all of our sports stadiums and all of our big major arenas and everything mm-hmm. are right next door to each other in one massive parking lot off the highway. It's hell when you have it's to park there. It's a fucking nightmare. Also, if you happen to live in South Philadelphia, which <laughs> I, if, if for for whatever reason, just hypothetically, if the if we are winning, it sounds like that stadium is in your living room. Yes, like it, any yeah. of those stadiums. When is you're in, in your South Philly room. and it's a playoff and somebody's winning, it does. It does, and a local team is winning. It feels like the uh, the orcs invading Helms Deep mm-hmm. and marching up the street towards your house. Uh, those are all similar experiences. Yeah, the windows uh, shake and rattle. Yeah. So, all right. So we're at the Wells Fargo Center. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're walking in. Okay, so as you uh, walk in, you are hearing people uh, just like talking to each other about the weird septa delays yeah. and that the subway is like like running weird. Mm. Um, and normally for a Flyers game, which is what's going on, they will have the the express trains yeah, running more and stuff. subways than ever go. Yep. It is way fewer. Every one of the subways was crowded. So there is just a big glut of people that are all just kind of arriving. Mm-hmm. Instead of a little early, a, like on time to this event that is starting mm-hmm. as y'all walk in, um, you get a bad feeling about this situation. You yeah. have um, you have a battlefield awareness, so you always know what's happening around you. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to have you both Roll read a bad situation, which is uh up in the in one of your moves. Got it. Submit. Submit. Nine for me. Great. Mm, I don't see that. It's at the top of your list. Or at the in the list at the top. Okay. Let's see. Oh, you closed your hunter moves. Hold on. It's <laughs> there you go. Wait, I'm I opened it so that you can see what it does. That's me. I know. I opened it for both of you. Oh. Okay. So uh, hit the dice right next to read a bad situation. And you get one uh, You get one hold on this. So you get to ask one of these questions uh, from the list under read a bad situation. Uh, scroll up. Uh, right there. The one that's opened uh, down a little bit. Right there. Read a bad situation. Found it, everybody. Great. I don't know how to use Roll20 very well. Roll the... Yeah, you got it. Thrilling radio. Sorry, guys. All right. You both got um, you both got a mixed success. So you each get to ask one of the questions on uh, on this uh, list. list. I did say that you got a bad feeling about it. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to start with you. Uh, what is your question? Um, you know, I don't like large crowds. Uh-huh. They are an immediate, immediately dangerous situation outnumbered there's a lot of people a lot of personalities and when people get upset and nervous in large crowds stampedes trampling all of it and also you can't uh all of your senses are really overwhelmed there's a lot of smells Mm -hmm. there's a lot of noise it's a it's just an overwhelming experience and while i i handle it and i take a deep breath through it i it's not my favorite place to be, and it immediately puts me on alert, like you said. So what I want to know is, what are the dangers I'm not noticing? Because I am overstimulated right now and trying very hard to 
yeah. zone in, but what am I not noticing? So there's this like, you're hearing like all of these sounds, all these people talking, you're catching like snippets, and then you're getting assaulted by these smells. Mm-hmm. But there's something there that your brain is telling you is wrong. Mm-hmm. And as you take a deep breath, like center yourself, and then you breathe in again, and you smell this like ozone smell, mm-hmm. like an like like what happened with an electrical discharge. Yeah, okay. Um and you can hear somewhere far off like that like a grinding sound. Mhm. Um and you just know yeah, somewhere the creature is here. Yeah. Um Steve, what's my best way in? Um Okay, I'm going to ask for a clarifying question. Your best way in to the hockey game? Uh, no, it just says here, you, you yeah. ask them one of the following questions. Yes. What's my best way in? Right, but I, I am asking clarification as to where in is for you. Oh. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? Like, I could give you what's your best way in. Are well, you do I know get in the hockey game? Well, do I know where the grinding's coming from? What's your best way into... Am I hearing the grinding? Do I know where the grinding is coming from? Uh, no, you don't hear the grinding. That's like... Okay. Uh, that's something that Jane figured out and is like... is Like maybe is like, it's here. And then you're like on alert and you're like, okay. Uh, so what's... Okay. I, I could give you an answer of like... Um, because I'm trying... Like, listen, if I know where the grinding is, mm-hmm. then I'm going towards the grinding. And I'm assuming because there's crowds of people trying to get in and out of a hockey game right now mm-hmm. that there is a way to get through the crowd. And so I'm just like doing my crowd my yes. crowd snaking through towards the where we think the noise is coming from. Okay. So here's what I'll say as well. You are, as we have known... Kevin James. You are very uh into sports yes except hockey except you're not like all that knowledgeable about hockey that's stupid um it's a waste of resources to make an arena cold right but mm-hmm. because it's different than all of the other sports arenas you're like ice the ice has got to go somewhere where it melts right yeah they got a like, drainage si- there's oh. gotta be a drainage system and you're like if it's coming up from the subway there's a drainage room. There's like a room that yeah. empties out into the sewer. And then you, with your knowledge of other stadiums, you're like, I know where it is. Like, you just like, and gotcha. then you're, he does this sometimes mm-hmm. where it's like, he is inept. You know, he is inept. Yeah. And then like a weird, fl- like, like a, Kevin James movie. I was about to pull for a metaphor. It's like like a Kevin James movie. Yeah. He has the answer somehow. Yeah. I turn to It's incredibly frustrating to me. Steve Stevenson turns to Jane and just goes, I got this. What could go wrong? And then charges oh, towards Why does you have to say the, the last directions. part of that every time? Uh, and I use my move, what could go wrong? Sure. Whenever you charge into immediate danger without hedging your bets, uh, you can roll. Great. So take the two hold uh, to do that. I'm just going to mark it here. Now you can spend those as the scene continues okay. to do one of these things, three things. Inflict one harm. Yep. Reduce someone's harm suffered by one. Take plus two forward on an act under pressure roll. Gotcha. Um, so 
the what this looks like to me is you just start barreling through the people yeah headed sideways your, basically like, towards in the a pump. different direction from where everyone else is going yeah and like jane is just like ah like just, just follows you. you like this idiot's gonna get himself killed like yeah. uh and uh you just stride i'm not even gonna make you roll for this you just stride like a white man with confidence through an area that clearly is marked no like yeah. uh and they just like uh the person apologizes to you for being in your way like yeah security oh, guards so, like oh sorry it's like uh, I, we, blah, 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 blah. yeah it's just like i'm i'm sorry uh and then like oh uh, i guess are you with him okay uh, yeah mm-hmm. and just like uh uh go ahead uh and it's like, uh, yeah, we. Uh, as you're like walking away, he says, "Yeah, we have been having some weird problems with the drainage system." Um, yeah, we got to check the pump room. As you are getting close, uh, uh, you the smell is intensifying. The ozone smell. The grinding has stopped. It was like brief, mm-hmm. but the ozone smell is just still here. It's like somewhat. Uh, it it begins to permeate the the hall as you go through. Mm-hmm. Um, I picture this, you know, like in every single uh horror style tv show when they go into a place where suddenly the basement is like an abandoned factory yeah and there's like no, it's, and it's, it's massive. just that it's like and it's like everything is dripping with like what this time it makes sense i was gonna say everything's dripping for some reason but here this is the under in the drainage room um so you see there is like a large uh drainage um uh great laying uh on the floor mm-hmm away from where it where be. it should be yeah. uh bent in half. Oh, okay, good. Um and uh you can the, this room just has that smell everywhere. Yeah. Jane, um, whatever this thing is, it's it's strong. Okay? Yeah. And I pull out my gun. Where did Where okay, it's not I want loaded. You, it's not I understand. Loaded. Can you pull you out took a, my, You took my bullets. I know I did, and I'm not giving them back right now. Where's your flashlight? I, I left a flashlight in the van so I could carry my nunchucks. Mm. I pull my nunchucks out where my flashlight holster is on oh my belt. My God. So, okay. So I'm going to pull out. I have a backup flashlight because, of course, I fucking do. I'm going to hand you a backup flashlight. Thanks. It's going to be really important. Okay? okay. It's really dark in here and I don't want you to slip. There seems to be a lot of water on a lot of surfaces. You're right. So I put the gun away. And I'm holding the nunchucks up and then holding the flashlight on top of them like yeah. it's a gun. Like it's a gun. Yeah. Yeah. Every now and then you like, like yeah. you like spin it around under your arm and then like yeah. back up to the flashlight. Uh, okay. Oh, yeah. Is the one is the one under your arm as you're like holding yes, the other 100%. one? 100%. Yeah, great. Great. Uh, it's tucked. Okay. So now this that is way it's still ready for action. what could go wrong charging into immediate danger. Yeah. So you have this little interaction, but then... Are you charging down there? Are you continuing to go into the the dangerous situation here? Yeah, no, I'm heading right for the grinding. Right. Uh, So the the grinding sound isn't here anymore, but you do see where the the grate got pushed open. Yeah. So you turn uh, going down these stairs and looking down the stairs uh, up at you, um, you see this creature. Okay. Um, and you see it is somewhat hulking. Like it is like a, it is a, a large beast. Cower, it's like uh, not cowering, uh, is like bent over. Yeah. Um, you see under a matted blue brow, it has these small beady black eyes with no iris covered by these pink translucent lids that blink. And you can still see the like black eyes under them as they, as it blinks. Um, and it has this matted 
filthy green looking fur that's you know to be feathers um but it it the whole thing seems to be coated in this black ichor so it looks like dark green almost um it has this long snout which is wider at the opening uh with the nostrils and you can see small teeth sunken into the into the opening uh in the snout um and in its hunched body with its short, it has these short spindly arms and long, powerful, multi-jointed legs with broad joints. On each of its joints, it is covered with rough ridges and has this sharp, uh, has this ichor uh, on these sharp coated spurs. Um, and it's got these large prehensile feet with talons. Um, as it looks up at you, a from its maw, a long black snake-like tongue comes out of the air about a foot from your face uh-huh um like reaches up the stairs about a foot from your face and just like you see its little forked tongue just like flip it flip it and then like like it like point, it's smelling at me and then point at you yeah um and with a click you hear it's uh in its jaw it seems to disjoint its mandibles and its snout lengthens and with another click and another set of mandibles shift and the snout opens wide, turning to look at you head on. You can see inside its mouth is a pale bone-like beak behind which three rows of teeth shift against each other, making a grinding sound that you are now familiar with as it uh, turns or as it looks at you uh, and sensing you there, it lets out a blood-curdling shriek. Okay. What do you do? Um, so you said the tongue is a foot from me? The tongue is like, like yeah, yeah, you yeah. could reach out and grab it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I would like to, uh, I'd like to hit the tongue with a nunchuck. <laughs> sure. Um, uh, and as I do it, uh-huh. I yell, go back to the Galapagos Island, you fuck. Uh-huh. Great. Uh, the Galapagos Island? Yeah. Okay. Um, because it looks like the Flay Fanatic. It yeah. does. It does. You know, actually, now that now that you say that, that's weird. I get, it does look a lot like the Philly Fanatic. That's yeah. so weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it took a little bit there. The green feathers like really threw me off. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Once I put the snout and the uh, the the tuft of blue mm-hmm. is what finally did it because he has this weird blue tuft over mm-hmm. his eyeballs. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we're definitely fighting the Philly Fanatic. Yeah. Underneath uh, Wells Fargo Stadium. So I'm going to say uh if you try to hit it, that's kick some ass. Okay. Uh but can I use one of my holds from uh So you could just roll one to inflict one harm on this thing? Yep. Um which or you could just take one of those holds to inflict one harm on it with the which is just you hitting it with the the thing you could do that. Um, you can still do that if you also roll to kick some ass. Uh, yeah, let's let's try kicks. Well, it's I'm hitting a tongue, so I feel like I'm just gonna get the the one. I'll just do the one harm. Okay, uh, I will uh, point out to you just because, and for the listeners too, anyone who has played Dungeons and Dragons, combat in this works a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are not going to be as many rolls. We're not going to be like rolling to confirm. Ro- like, yeah, 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 I never roll. Yeah, yeah, the monster acts based on what y'all do. Um, yeah, and in in your attacks, so you put this one harm on it. 
Um, I just want you to describe what happens. Like it has this like big. I so it's kind of this. It's kind of I picture it this way. Imagine if Kevin James is in the movie Aliens, mm-hmm. and when the second alien mouth comes out of the alien mouth, it's almost like that, except it's a black tongue, mm-hmm. and so you get a side profile of Kevin James holding up the flashlight, like with the tongue, and then you just see the nunchuck pop. From the other side, just go whap and just like smack the tongue. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then he goes, go back to the Galapagos Islands, you fuck. And then he's like standing there. And then what? I don't know what happens to the tongue. Uh, sure. Uh, the tongue like retracts back into the mouth um, bl- like blindingly fast. Like it, it just like like as if it got like pulled back in. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and uh, the thing starts charging up the stairs. Like a, it, it retracts fast like when a tape measure gets retracted. Yes, exactly. Yes. Exactly. It starts charging up at me? At, just up the stairs at whatever hit it. Oh, yeah. okay. Mm-hmm. I'm going to grab him by the collar. Uh-huh. I'm going to grab him by the collar. Now, I have uh, put my flashlight away at this point because I can see clearly what's happening because he's holding a flashlight. Mm-hmm. I have my uh, firearm out and aimed at the, the Philly Fanatic, but I'm grabbing him by the collar to pull him out of the direct line that yes. he's about to get run over. It sounds like you're trying to help someone escape. Yeah, and I was thinking about uh, maybe rolling for Leave No Man Behind because we're going to get yeah, the fuck exactly. out of here. <laughs> so uh, roll plus sharp. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Plus sharp. Full success. Uh, so on a 10 plus, you get them out clean. I think like this thing charges up and you see your whole life flash behind, like through your yeah. eyes. And I, uh, I think... I'm going to give you a couple scenes, but could you tell me like one or two scenes from like, like a childhood scene that you see just like quick, like a flash, sure. uh, a, a scene in like your twenties. And yeah. then I will tell you the last scene that you see. Uh, the, the, the first scene, the childhood scene is uh young Kevin James being told uh, he's crying. And his mom's like, don't worry, baby. There's no such thing as monsters. And then <laughs> in his twenties, it's uh, his uncle, um, like pulling a book and these two wings, like these two uh, bookshelves open up and it's just a wall of like cryptid skulls. And mm-hmm. he's like, I told you they're real. Mm-hmm. And then I guess then there's the third scene, right. which is, uh, and it's, you're a little older, but mm-hmm. it's him again. Yeah. And you're in that same room with the skulls. And yeah. he says, you know, your father thought that by now you'd have more skulls than me. And he says, uh, if you don't manage to kill at least five of these things and collect your own trophies, you're out of the inheritance. And as you see that, this thing's like mouth is like about to close on your face and you're like, whoop, like just like pulled, like pulled back. Um, are you shooting? Like, are you shooting this thing? Like, as you do this, like, no. Okay. I, I have not fired a bullet yet because okay. I um I'm really strategic mm-hmm. because again I'm looking at the room I can see ricochets I can see things I also don't want to hit him because he's so of course insane with movement that right. I if I aim wrong it could accidentally hit him and I right. have strict orders from the top to not let anything happen. Meanwhile, to him. I'm, meanwhile I'm yelling shoot Jane shoot it kill it kill it yeah. kill it kill uh, it kill it kill uh, it he has a lot yeah. of luck yeah good and bad <laughs> yeah. like a lot of unlikely things happen yeah uh so great so you pull him are you running 
Like, what do yes, you? Yes, we're. I'm actually. We're just running backwards because I am trying to get him out of harm, and I'm trying to find the best area to actually shoot this thing, take it out, mm-hmm. and also I am. I'm trying to shoot it, but I don't want to kill it because again, I want to collect the specimen. I want to be able to study this. The agency is going to want to review this thing. And so I need to just take a step back, get him out of harm's way, and then recalibrate how I'm going to take this thing out. And uh, that, so I'm backing up, Great. moving him, and it, keeping my firearm pointed at the Philly Fanatic at all times. Great. So what I'm going to do then is uh, you pull him, no problem. He is. Mm. You have pulled him out of danger. This thing charged past a little bit, and you turn and run in the opposite direction so that it you can get some space between it. Yeah. Uh, I think you see these, you know, those like uh, the like walkways, the catwalks and stuff that yeah. are like real thin. Like you go through those so that it's like it can't really follow you as easily. Yeah. Um, and then I'm going to ask you to roll act under pressure. Um, Let's see. We're going to roll act under pressure. And we're going to pretend I know how roll 20 works and where that is. Wait. Uh, if you roll up, uh, scroll up to the top. Okay, scrolling to the top, everybody. It's one of the player, uh, the hunter moves. Um, and actually, when it gives you the option, um, I'm going to say that because you are, you've got Steve in tow, you're going to have to roll this with a minus one. Oh. So you hit, uh, act under pressure up at the top. I get a minus one for Steve. Right. It's just uh, a little harder because you're like lugging Steve around. So just yeah. put in the minus one on the next screen. Minus one. Thanks, Steve. My resentment grows. Ooh. A failure. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, that's a bad failure, uh, too. Thanks, Steve. Okay. So this is what happens. Okay. You start running and you run into the like in that area where the um uh these uh the catwalks are mm-hmm. and you hear a click as of as something hitting metal okay and you chance like a look behind and you see that it has put one of each of its talons on the ra- the metal railings mm-hmm. and you see this discharge whoa you see this discharge and it shoots forward at you. Mm. Um, I'm going to say that it uh, barrels over you, knocking you back. Yeah. Um, and you have some armor, I know, because you have. Yeah. Uh, I wear I wear the armor really tight and close so you can't actually tell I'm wearing it. Um, real quick, mm-hmm. I'm going to use my second hold. Okay. Uh, for what could go wrong. And I'm going to reduce someone's harm suffered by one. Okay. By pushing Jane out of the way of the monster. I love that. Okay. Uh, so this thing is like barreling at you. Um, I'll tell you what the harm would have been and then we'll reduce it. Um, as it barrels into you, it knocks you back um, and it would deal you three harm. You have two armor um, from battlefield awareness. You get one and one from your flak vest. Mm-hmm. Um, so you would take one. It's reduced by one by uh what is that what does that look like when you when i just shove her yeah it's just legit just like a shove okay just like a full press body press shove Uh of just like get out of the way like just watch out Uh uh-huh 
uh, both of you fall off the sides of the catwalk mm. on either side. Yeah, uh, it's not a directions. long fall. Yeah. Like you fall, you're like, oh, like it kind of wins you both. Yeah. Um, and this thing jumps down from the thing, uh, from the catwalk, uh, between the two of you. Yeah. And it like does the thing again where it opens its its mouth uh, huge. You see these teeth grinding against each other, and it lets out this scream again, mm-hmm. and uh, then. It, uh, hmm. I think it charges at you. At me? Yes. Okay. Um, it, well, it because it has scent. his scent. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and so it, and I think it's also frustrated because it was about to attack you yeah. and he saved you. Yeah. Uh, and so it just barrels at you. I'm going to have you roll act under pressure or kick some ass depending on whether you try to fight it. Or with your nunchucks, or whether you are uh, trying to avoid it, and tell me what you're doing. Uh, all right, so I'm gonna try kick some ass. Okay. Um, and let me roll that first. Uh, oh my god, that's a success. <laughs> okay. Uh, and here's what I do: as it's barreling at me, I reach back for my gun and I throw it right at its eyes. Throws the whole gun. The okay. whole gun. I throw my gun at it. Okay. Um, but also I want to be clear, I'm holding it from the, the barrel of the gun and I'm throwing it almost like a boomerang. Yeah. Like someone who is angry that they hit Superman with every bullet yeah, and, and like, it oh, didn't work. You. And, and he's just, just like, ah! uh, and just chuck. So I just chuck the gun right at its face. Uh huh. I'm not aiming directly for its snout, but I, it would be cool to boop it on the nose. Just okay. be like, Mah! you know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, on an 11, you get to, if you look at kick some ass, you get to choose an extra effect. So normally what happens when it hit, when you, uh, roll kick some ass, you deal your damage to it. It deals its damage to you. Yeah. You get to choose one of these, so you can either reduce some of that, or you can... uh... All right, so I want to take... With that, I want to gain the advantage, and I'm going to give plus one to Jane, Mm -hmm. because I've stunned it a little bit, I believe. Okay, yeah. Um, So you throw your gun at it, and it, it, like, barrels into you, like, knocks you flat and is standing over you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And... You like your arm is up, like like trying to stop yourself, and you see the snout close on your arm, and that grinding starts. But it is distracted right now mm-hmm. um, with uh, Steve right here. Um, I'm gonna say you're probably screaming. No, oh, yeah, no, definitely screaming. Okay. But the, the scream, by the way, not not manly at all. It's a Kevin James scream. Right, right, right. More like. Yeah. I would um, say also, I feel like that's understandable. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm about to have my arm grinded off. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, so at this moment, I uh, have, again, have been watching this entire scenario. I have been monitoring what's going on and following the eye li- my eyeline with my firearm at the beast. Mm-hmm. And as soon as it clamps down, I'm actually waiting for it to clamp down because I want it to close its fucking mouth so I can mm-hmm. get a better shot at its brain. Uh, because when it's open, it's so wide, I can't actually aim for its brain. So as soon as it closes, that exact moment, I'm going to fire um, and hit right behind the right eyebrow in the temple. Okay. That's my aim anyway. Okay. So I'm going to tell you how guns work in this game. Okay, great. Normally when you kick some ass, mm-hmm. you have to roll. 
Yeah. Yeah. When you do other things, you have to roll. Yeah. With a gun, you are a trained professional with a firearm. Yeah. You mark your your you mark your damage. So you deal um two harm close loud uh with your nine millimeter or are you using your sniper rifle? Oh, I'm using my nine millimeter. I okay. have not pulled out my sniper rifle. Um and so I think it's you not have just a sniper rifle. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. So okay. I <laughs> And more than that. I have so many other things. Uh so I think it's like you you hear like three close like bop bop bop, right? Yeah. Like they all hit. They don't all pierce. Mm-hmm. One of them pierces. This thing like and like you feel like a wrenching and you get pulled up and thrown over this thing. Um you don't Baby, you mean you mean me. But, uh, yeah. sorry, Steve. Uh you don't even notice that you are flying through the air because instinctually you just look down at what is left of your arm and it's your arm. My full arm? It's just got these like uh, spiral like uh, lacerations on it. Okay, but I still have my arm. But your arm is there and you're like moving it and you're like, ah, ah. And then you like look as the ground hits you like, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. like face on, right? Like uh, yeah. as you land. Uh, so I'm going to have you roll, um, act under pressure here as you are landing. Uh, you're going to roll this uh, with a minus one. Uh, I will remind you, you have one hold left, I think, for what could go wrong. No, you already used both. Okay. Failure. Six. Okay. Um, so in, uh, this is what happens. You put your arm, your hands out to stop yourself. Mm-hmm. And you're like the the arm that has been like cut up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It just buckles. Like you just break my arm. You br- and your arm just like breaks. Uh, yeah. And uh, he's screaming again. <laughs> it, <laughs> right. Uh, but uh, and that's I'm gonna say that that's uh that's two harm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, harm is up at the top. Where it says harm. Cool. I got it. Um and uh, Jane. Uh, it now has turned and is looking at you. Yeah. Um, you have done two harm to it. You, from your expert opinion, you think that it could probably take another one of those. Yeah. Like it. It seems like not all of the, not all of it is going through. It has like some pretty, uh, uh, pretty thick hide. Yeah. Um, but you you dealt it a significant amount of damage. Yeah. Um, what do you do as it like uh as it turns towards you? Is it uh, is it wobbly? Uh, yeah, I'd say it's wobbly. It's like it's, it's like, kind of like it's like uh-huh. it like when you have that equilibrium where you're kind of like oh god, like it's it's getting its bearings again. Right. And the floor where you have bo- where you have all landed mm-hmm. because of how cold it is and the drainage and everything is like coated in like not ice, but you know that like frost, that slippery yeah. frost. So it's like kind of like a little bit off uh, yeah. kilter trying to. So what I'm going to do is I'm actually going to, I, I at this point I believe I've fallen back yeah. um, on my back, so I'm going to lunge forward at it. I have a knife that is uh, around my ankle, under my pant leg, and I'm going to grab it, and I'm going to lunge forward at the Slay Fanatic and try to stab it in the neck. Awesome. I'm going to have you roll kick some ass. Okay, let's go back to where that is. Kick some ass. Okay, submit. Uh, cool. So on a partial success, you deal your damage. It deals its damage to you. Mm-hmm. Um, so 
you take three harm, which is one harm to you. Mm -hmm. So mark your harm up at the top. Um, and uh, I think that what that is, is it clawing at you mm. with its um, like big leg. Uh, yeah. It just like kind comes up like way higher than it seems like it should be able to uh, rakes it uh, across your like stomach and then you grapple it and just like stab yeah. into it. And like you're kind of holding on with the knife and one hand is just like gripping. These, yeah. Like, like someone who's like gross, like ice, black, ha like a coated feathers. What's it called? Like when you go, uh, ice climbing, ice, ice climbing, yeah, 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 like yeah. ice climbing him. Yeah. Uh, and so, and he, he is trying to like get you off, like uh, mm -hmm. uh, making that same screaming sound. Um, and as he does, you for the first time looking up, and you're not in a great state. Your arm was just broken. You're you talking to Steve. To Steve, sorry. Um, and but you look up and you see that it has this pink underbelly. Okay. That you haven't really been able to see before because it walks in this hunched over way. Okay. Um. But it's got this like kind of softer looking pink underbelly. And right now it's just trying to get Jane off of itself. Yeah. Well, I'm laying there with a broken arm. Yeah. I have no weapons. You have a nunchuck. A nunchuck is not going to do anything to an underbelly. Really? Do I? Is there anything around like a pipe or anything else that's out there? You look down. Yeah. And you see Jane's gun. Oh. As Jane has been, like, has jumped onto this thing, got knocked back, Jane's gun, like, slid over, and you, like, look down at it, and we just see every shot from every episode that has happened before this, which is, like, 15 shots of Jane being, like, and it's, like, cut, so it's, like, don't hold, don't touch my gun. Stop touching guns. Don't use guns, Steve. And, like, <laughs> but it's, like, right there, and I, uh, <laughs> I reach out. And the thing is, is, is Steve. And you're using your bad hand, right? I'm using my bad hand because mm -hmm. my good arm's broken. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I grab it and I go, Jane, get clear. And I just aim. And then, yeah, I squeeze off uh, however many shots I can. I just empty the clip. Great. Uh, so <laughs> here's the, the way I'll describe it for Jane. Yeah. Jane, you are on this, like, you fought cryptids before but it generally doesn't get to hand to hand you are usually prepared yeah sniper rifle for god's sakes like generally yeah. speaking they don't move this fast yeah um you are not normally grappling one mm -hmm. um so this is like a really intense situation you look up and you see the scariest sight that you have ever seen i am immediately terrified which is steve holding, holding a gun yeah and he says get clear <laughs> what do you do oh I am letting go like I'm falling off of a rock climbing thing mm -hmm. and I'm not taking into account how far I'm falling, how fast sure. I'm falling. I am getting on the floor. Roll act under pressure. All right. Act under pressure. Well, I here. Hold on. Hold on. I'm looking. I'm sorry, everyone. No, no worries. Found it. Okay. Okay. Submit. Submit. I did it. Much well, full success. <laughs> uh, perfect uh, success. You like let go as this thing is like trying to get you off of it. Like, mm. and you, 
we see you do like a perfect full flip and land in superhero pose. Yeah, you know I was gonna I mean? say, like, I you just like superhero. land as like the bullets, like the bullet shells are like landing on the ground as Steve is just like one handed shooting at this thing. And I'm unloading by a clip. Some kind of miracle, every bullet finds its way into this thing's belly. Nice. Maybe you've been left-handed this whole time. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, maybe you just were left-handed. Like, I, it's it's a it's so bizarre. But you like you do that, and it's like exhilarating. It's like, oh my god, this is the coolest thing. And then it takes a slow step towards you, and another, and another, and then it collapses, facing you right with its tongue like right up close to you again, and then. You just see its like black eyes get covered by the pink and then fade to uh, like a gray. Clear. Yeah, uh, and you got your first kill. Hell yeah, dude! Uh, I did it. You did what? What do you mean? Thank you so much for assisting and helping me take out. We need to call it in immediately. I I did it though. I shot it in the belly. Yeah. You're like pointing your and arm is like, <laughs> like We've talked about you shooting and I'm grateful. Please put down the firearm. Right, you're you're pointing with the gun. Like, yeah. like I did it. Like Please put down the firearm. It's empty though. Put it down please. Okay. Thank you so much. Um uh, I as you do... like set it down. Yeah. One more bullet fires. <laughs> <sighs> and because I I'm going to call it in. Mm-hmm. I'm going to I'm going to Quickly on my cell phone, call it in for backup. And we have a special system we have to call in for a cleanup crew that's very specific mm-hmm. um, with like hazmat and all that. Um, but I also do start looking at his bad arm. Yeah. Um, because I'm a I'm a trained medic. Yes. So I want to look at his arm because, again, I can't let anything bad happen to him. Right. This is my main goal yeah. at all times. I'm going to have you uh, roll... Um uh, when you deal with the agency requesting help or gear, mm-hmm. you roll plus sharp. So if you see your move, the the under your moves, the first one, uh, as you are calling in the agency, roll the dice right at the bottom of that move. Wait. Calling in the agency. So it's this top. This guy. Yeah. If you roll, the, there it is. There's the dice. Okay. We're calling the agency for assistance. Mm-hmm. On a okay, so um, you get chewed out because mm-hmm. this creature is dead, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like one of the big things that they want, mm-hmm. um, and you know why it's because yeah. they hunt them, yeah. But she doesn't know that, yeah. So, and by like, you, you mean Steve, Steve. Sorry, Steve knows, you know, because the listeners can't see. Who I know, you're I, I, at, you I appreciate you. it, I appreciate you uh, letting me know that. And by you, you mean Steve. Yes. No, I meant Alex in that situation, but yes. Yeah. Um, so you get chewed out by Tom Waits. Absolutely. Um, about it. Um, but you did succeed. They do come. They do help. Um, and meanwhile, as they're on their way, um, you investigate and try to uh, fix his arm. You splint. I mean, you splint his arm definitely, but roll, yeah. roll medic then. Okay. Okay. Uh, so you get to choose one. You either heal to harm or stabilize the injury. But I'm going to tell you what you uh, discover as you're doing this. Mm-hmm. Under, like, 
like there is a small line in the spiral of uh, the whole thing. Yeah. Where that black ichor has soaked into his blood. Yeah. And as you are trying, like you're splinting it and trying to like disinfect it, you see it kind of flow into his blood yeah. and then is gone. Mm. Well, that really unnerves me immediately. Hate that. Um, well, what's the what were the options again? Uh, you either get to stabilize the injury mm-hmm. or heal two harm. He has taken two harm. Yeah, I'm gonna heal two harm. Yeah. Okay. 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 Um, and uh, I think we we'll cut there uh, to the two of you in Tom Waits's office. Um, where Tom Waits is chewing you out and like, yeah. I can't believe you let He's him. Only yelling I at can't me, believe though. you let him kill yeah. this thing. Mm-hmm. I yeah. can't believe you let you gave him your service revolver. I, <sighs> I can't believe like, and he's just doing that thing, yeah. and then suddenly behind him the the. Uh, What's it called? The uh, cabinet. The cabinet starts like uh, shaking and, and whatever. <laughs> and he's like, he starts kicking it while yelling at you. Like, yeah. I can't believe you did that. Mm-hmm. Uh, for a moment, the thing pops open and you see a small black tongue snake out and he shoves it closed. And he's like, get the fuck out of my office, you two. Um, and as you leave, as you both leave, um, he... Uh, uh, sorry, S- Steve sees Dave Winchester, who is like your boss's boss. Yeah. And your uncle is standing out there. And uh, he uh, looks at you um, and you're expecting him to really be angry. Yeah. But he doesn't look angry. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, I'm immediately suspicious. Right. And he uh, kind of uh, ignoring you Mm-hmm. Normally he talks to you. Yeah. He turns to Steve and he says, "Good job. Th- thank you, sir." And then he turns to you and says, "Make sure he doesn't die." Uh, and then uh, he just walks off. How do you know him? It's uh, office retreat. <coughs> And okay. that is when the credits roll. <laughs> and that's been our episode. <laughs> that has been our episode. His name was Dusk. Thank you so much that for this was wonderful. So funny. Yeah. I loved it. Wonderful time. Yeah, yeah the thanks. credits are currently rolling. Mm-hmm. Um, we are going to be back to our regularly scheduled program with the end of October next week. Uh, we will get back to the topics that uh, people have previously voted on. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just want to say a big thank you again because you did a lot of planning for this episode. His name was Dusk. Uh, Mrs. Pearlmania. Yeah. Anything you'd like to say about the end of October? Listen, it was so fun. It was a lot of ups and downs, y'all. We had a great time. We had a bad time. But we had a time, and that's all that matters. That's true. And it was fucked. Yeah, it was, it was fucked. It was fucked. <laughs> yeah, and the time definitely did pass, and now mm. we're entering uh, November. The greatest month of them all. Yeah. The month and- of Thanksgiving. <laughs> Okay. Uh, but with that, uh, I just want to say thank you to everybody. Thank you to the Patreons. We'll get back to all of our Hey Huns, our team leads, and the feds uh, all next week. Uh, so if you are looking into any of those things, you can go to uh, pearlmania.net. We'll take you right to our Patreon page, and you can go join there. Uh, for ad-free listening. For ad-free listening and all those different things. Uh, his name was Dust. Anything you want to plug before we go? Uh, his name was Dust.com. 
Yep, go there. I mean, go there. You it's can great find website. my music. You can find yeah. everything there. Yeah, everything's there. Uh-huh. Thank you so much. And with that, we bid you adieu. Thank <laughs> you.